On this episode of the Dudes and Dads podcast, we welcome the official barber of the Dudes and Dads podcast, DJ. You're listening to the Dudes and Dads podcast, a show dedicated to helping men be better dudes and dads by building community through meaningful conversation and storytelling. And now, here are your hosts, Joel DeMott and Andy Lehman. Joel, we are back in studio and it's oh, a wonderful boy. thing. Oh boy. It is wonderful. Season 2, episode 11. Andy, um, I gotta say, I enjoy you remotely but i really enjoy you within a <laughs> within six feet that's uh that's the truth oh man it is so nice to get back to the studio and be right here in in the same room and same room. and drinking coffee together it, it's one of those things Mm-mm-mm-mm. that i think that you can't you can't beat a good coffee with friends within six feet. I mean, you, you can, <laughs> zooming zooming is great, but not for coffee. And, and, and you don't and catch chat. the aromas. You don't catch the, uh, the right. essence quite the same. Right. Way. That that is exactly, exactly the problem. <laughs> I miss your essence. That's what I'm. That's I, I miss your musk, and I miss, and I miss your 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 essence. Wow, this is going places I did not <laughs> expect it to go. Oh, it's maybe I want to go back and do remote. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I need I need space again. Uh, so, anyways, well, you know, it's been a long time since we've actually been in the studio together drinking coffee. So, you know what time it is, Joel? Oh, it's time. What's brewing? What's brewing? What's brewing? What's brewing? So, what are we drinking today? Well, we're drinking the Mexican, which is my favorite favorite blend from the Electric Brew, uh, the Cafe Justo. So uh, yeah, just you know, let's in, in 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 the spirit of everything tonight, local business. Let's just remember we've got many local roasters that still need uh, your patronage. So swing by a coffee house, uh, pick something up. Uh, you know, you may not be able to uh, sit down; it's a grab and go for many, but uh, worth the trip. And uh, I just want to give a nice uh, a nice shout out. Speaking of which, Andy, to the What's Brewing uh, scenario here went down to electric brew to get myself a sweet pound of coffee the other day i had all four children with me and you know how were you wearing your mask i was wearing my mask yes absolutely thank you and i was fully sanitized uh head to toe i won't tell you how that happened but uh nevertheless uh go in there to order uh get some smoothies strawberry smoothies for the kids because i bribed them and said if you behave we got to run some errands if you behave, you'll get to get some. I'll get the smoothie. Yeah, you're gonna get the smoothie. So we did the did the smoothie thing. I'm getting the smoothies. I'm getting my iced coffee, but I also got a pound of the whole bean. Obviously, I walk out of there, get in the car, we drive home, got everything except my whole bean coffee. My my, you, I left it. I left oh, it. Joel. I was so I was so concentrated on. I just really dialed in on getting everything for the kids, not spilling anything, you know, so on and so forth. And, uh, but here's the thing about the wonderful people at the electric brew. I realized the following day, Hey, I don't have my coffee. I called them. They said, Oh yes. Oh yes. It's we sitting saw it here. here. It's sitting here with your name on it. Whenever you're able to come in, it's waiting for you. That, that's awesome. So kind. That is very good. Well, so back, if you've seen the live, any, any of the videos that I've done here mm-hmm. for the dudes and dads podcast, mm-hmm. you know that I have what my wife effectively mm-hmm. likes to call my eye makeup. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and it is actually a black eye because Julie had enough of your sass. No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Okay, no, I'm no. sorry. Uh, <laughs> what it, what it actually was is my son Micah and I were play fighting. You know, kind of just throwing punches at each other and kicking and sparring. Maybe yeah, that's sparring in the kitchen. Actually, sparring, sparring in, in the, the kitchen. kitchen. It's the best place to spar. Great place to spar. It is. And um and he turned around his whole body around roundhouse kick no no no. okay (laughs) in the process of doing that though like smacked the back of his head right into my eye socket and it was like julie knew it hurt because she knew could tell that i was trying not to like cry weep yes Yes, and my eye was like watering and i'm like i'm gonna be okay really yeah yeah and 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 so i went back to work went up to work because i'm working upstairs now these days i'm at home for now and i came back at four o'clock and lo and behold julia's like you have a black eye oh, and it was it was bad. Uh, you can kind of see some remnants of it if you're looking at the YouTube video. Yeah, right now. See, it looks like it's healing up nice, but it's, it's definitely there. <laughs> so uh, what's going on in the world with Joel? Oh my gosh, Andy, we are going to cross that finish line uh, this week. The finish line that is known as um, e-learning. Uh, last day. I'm going to give, give you a hand here. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. Last day of you learning on uh, on Friday here. Uh, obviously, you guys are going to be hearing this uh, uh, after the fact, but uh, three boys in elementary school overseeing that process. One of which is in a dual immersion. So I'm, you know, I'm speaking a little Espanol with him. And by the way, speak learning like doing doing homework in spanish is one thing i i can read spanish reasonably well but here's the deal it's his spanish work is in math and science oh spanish math is a is no bueno no bueno it's a good thing that you have some friends who speak spanish that's right Uh, i will be honest with you i did reach out a few times to uh, my my good friends who are fluent speakers and let me just tell you i did feel a little bit better after one of them told me uh, i like i sent a screenshot of like a word problem (laughs) basically and she's like that's hard to read even if you do speak spanish and i was like oh okay i feel i feel a little bit better so yeah we're crossing that finish line we're also ramping up uh goshen little league has announced that they will be having uh, an altered season. We're starting late, going a little bit later. And it's just something that uh, number one and two are really looking forward to, actually. And so uh, amidst, you know, and as Andy knows, and, you know, our, our shooting sports uh, meetings have through 4-H, all but gone. All I mean, but, we, yeah, yeah, essentially done. Uh, fishing club the same, uh, the same way. So uh, we've got something to look forward to. We're finishing school. Uh, my. Uh, Jackie is still working from home and I am getting uh, back here into the office some uh, our our Tuesday morning staff meetings are an interesting one because we <laughs> we each have our own uh, separate uh, round table that we sit at <laughs> in a big circle it's kind of like it's kind of like King Arthur uh, a little bit in there uh, should I play the music uh, for the dudes at the <laughs> square table it's not quite it's not nearly that epic but uh, but yeah, we're you know we're easing back into some things and uh, just trying to also figure out, uh, yeah, that music. That's it. Yeah, beautiful. It's the best. The best crossfade of I don't <laughs> two thousand twenty. Uh, yeah, so we're getting back into the swing of some things, and uh, I'm just looking forward to uh, here in the coming weeks uh, being able to reconnect with students, and I'm obviously thinking about our twenty twenty grads. As they're getting ready to take on the next chapter of life, uh, trying to do all those transitions the best we can in these days. So 
Things are looking up. We saw the sunshine today for a while, Andy. I got my garage cleaned out. Don't mind if I brag about that a little bit. That was that's a that was a that was an accomplishment if you've seen my garage. So uh, things are on the up and up, my friend. Thank you for asking. Awesome. Well, tonight we are, like I said, we are bringing on our official mm-hmm. barber mm-hmm. of the Dudes and Dads podcast. And so, welcome to the show, DJ. Hey, he- hello, hello, Glad to be here, hello. Yes, DJ. Uh, we first of all, we we really got excited. I'll I'll just I'll I'll put it out there. We really got excited when uh, Andy and I uh, we just made this decision. We're like, you know. We need a barber. Barbers are important. Um, now, for me, a barber is a slightly less important than it was previously. Uh, for those of you that are seeing the travesty that has happened to my face here, uh, the beard has gone for the time uh, being. But uh, I have had a nice trim from DJ. Uh, we we just love having a guy. And, and we've thought about even having an episode where we just talk about the fact that we are in a place in life right now as we reach a certain age where it's good to have a guy for things. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, you have to, you gotta have a guy, that, right? That, that is the only way to live. I, I agree. I, and that's the thing. I want to encourage more people to have a guy for things. So people, when people are like, Oh, I see you trimmed your beard. It's like, no, no, I've got a guy. And, and they're like, Oh, Oh, you're, this is next level now. Um, so whether it's for my, you know, we, uh, we talk about Ryan as our guys, he's our, he, we have a mechanic now that we is our, our go-to over at Bender Automotive, uh, concrete barber, downtown Goshen. Uh, that's, that's our barber. And, uh, we're just, Andy and I are accumulating guys, I think is for a, a guy for, we, that sounds odd. That sounded it's not right. We're accumulate. We're just accumulating people, uh, and keeping them in our basement. No. Uh, so we're just grateful to have you as one of our one of our guys, our go to guys for the barber needs. Uh, so Andy, did you have a did was there like a did you want to start uh, peppering him with questions first? Because I have like a, I have a lot of questions. Sure. Well, I think we have a, we're very curious about yeah. how one becomes what DJ has become. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit here. I mean. First off, I originally let me just say this. I before meeting you, I hated going to get my haircut because I just went to the wherever I could pay somebody and get whoever I got when I got in there. And, Much to his wife's chagrin, by the way. And I hated talking. I hated like talking and them asking me questions. And, and even though I like that's what I do for the podcast. I ask people questions, but I just hated it. But that's it's funny because I came to you and like I love that. I love chatting with you and, and hanging out with you. So let's talk a little bit about about your story in general, like concrete barber, like where does that what's title that come? all? Yeah, what's, what's that all about? That all about? Well, that that is uh, just pretty much who I am. It is a story kind of of my life in a nutshell of the two main things I've done in my adult life to this point. So you started off the con- the concrete part came first. Yep. So when I was uh, right out right out of high school, I went to uh, Marine Corps boot camp as a reservist and I came home and I had to have a job uh, and my job at, in the Marines was a combat engineer and part of that was pouring concrete and so I thought that was kind of neat I called 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 my guy my grandpa I said hey yes. grandpa can you mm-hmm. get me a get me a job pouring concrete yes he said oh, let me let, let me see what I can do he he made some calls a couple of days later he said hey I got you a job you show up at this place you just start you got some summer work um, that was at Bender's construction um, I showed up there they said, 
hey, hop in this truck and we're going to go to the job site. <laughs> yes. And f- 15 years later, I was still there j- just just getting after it. Yeah. Uh, concrete's hard work, dude. Uh, yeah. Like, it's real hard work. And uh, we've uh, a friend of mine uh, I know has another, uh, another local uh, concrete contractor around here. And I just, like you're you're fighting there's so many things you gotta you gotta fight there you know situations there there's sometimes never a, a, a perfect situation for laying concrete it seems like and uh people have often told me uh, contractors have said if you want it to rain just have the concrete truck out and it'll that's that's the day that it'll it'll all go wrong so. every time every time <laughs> every, every time every, every every time so 15 years doing concrete Yep. Um, and then something, something changed, something, something shifted. Um, but before we get to that, I, well, you know, we should find out really more about his family actually would be good. So the, this is what we call the, the dad stats, the dad so, stats. Yes. So if you can tell us just a little bit about you as a, a person, a husband, a dad, uh, tell us all of those good information. Okay, I uh, I'm married to my beautiful wife uh, Amber. Good start. Good we, start. We've Hi got, Amber. Got uh, uh, our oldest is Natalie. Our next one is Nathan, Jason, and Callie. Nicely done. So how how old's the oldest? She is. She will be twenty one in November. Yes. Then so twenty one. Twenty one. Seventeen. Yep. Sixteen. Yep will be three in November. So Excellent. Two, two and a half. Excellent. So there's, there's, there's a, I just, I'm going to point out there's a noticeable gap, uh, between, uh, three, One and, yeah. yeah, three and well, well, there's several noticeable gaps, yes. but the youngest is way younger. Yep. So what, tell us about the story of, uh, kind of, uh, how, how your family came together in the way, uh, that it is now. Okay. So, uh, basically right out of high school, had my, uh, my high school sweetheart and, Thought that was just going to be perfect, and absolutely, you know, throw in uh, a little bit of Marine Corps, yeah, uh, deployment to Iraq, and yeah, that doesn't work very well for a new marriage for some twenty-something-year-olds. Sure. How long were you married before you were deployed? About two or three months. Oh my word! Yeah. Wow. That that's tough. That's yeah. a significant challenge. Yeah. 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 So that didn't uh, that that didn't really go well, and. Yeah, I came home and that lasted about uh, seven or eight months. Mm-hmm. We split after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of years go by, and my wife Amber and I met, and we are. Together. And the rest is history. The rest is history, as they as they say. So you've got you've got stepkids that are considerably older. Yep. And uh, so you kind of entered in. You entered into that that role as as stepdad. Uh, easy difficult somewhere in, in the middle like what what was your because it, it, it varies for every every person depending on the circumstance obviously so um, for me relatively it was price it's somewhere in the middle mm-hmm. um to back up even more a little bit more of my story um my father figure was my grandpa growing up mm-hmm. um so i had uh I had a couple stepdads growing up so i kind of knew how that how that felt yeah um okay so basically yeah i mean i, I understand where, where that is kind of what the, what that is and what that was like and mm-hmm. and wanting to 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 be there and then my I but I did have at that same age my 
my my dad now mm-hmm. um duff is his name he he has been there and he came into my life at seventh grade so i i had a lot of perspective of me coming into my stepkid's life around sure. that same sure yeah that yeah. same age yeah. and then with that being said i've got a brother that's 14 years younger than okay. me also yeah um and that is uh so that that was like okay like i've lived this already i have yeah i have i um I got this. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just trying to apply my experience to mm-hmm. the current situation that I'm in. Yep. And yeah, it, entering into, you know, entering into a relationship like that. I mean, cause it's not just, it's obviously it's not just you and your new wife. It's you're marrying the whole family, right? Like yep. it's the, it's the, it's the whole package deal. And so, uh, you know, um, there's lots of times that I have to say, okay, like, I signed up for this. Yeah. This yeah, is like, yeah, this is just, yeah, this is, this is okay. And then did I do this? Yep. I probably, I can relate to this exact thing. Mm-hmm. So just, I yep. need to let, probably let this one go or. Yep. yep. It's super, and it's super helpful. I mean, in your case, I can imagine just having, like you said, just having the prior experience, being able to be self-aware enough to say, okay, I can remember how it was for me. And so kind of extend that grace to, the situation that you're that you're immediately in, which is uh, which is is necessary um, because, yeah, that's uh, just families. Families are tough no matter what. And uh, the just the learning curve, I, I just can't I can't imagine like the learning curve of going to that situation. But so. Uh, so you're in this. OK, so you are you are in so now you're in this relationship you with your with your second wife you've got uh you've got the four kids are all together uh, all of them living in the same house now or yep, yep yep so we so so i had a home and it was 840 square feet two bedroom cozy two bedroom one bath <laughs> cozy yeah uh, cozy mm-hmm. uh, when so when we uh all moved in together we i built two rooms in the basement mm-hmm. two windows down there so now we've got a 800 square feet, four bedroom house. Yes. <laughs> Everybody has their own room. Um, and yeah, we've just been slowly making it uh, our home together and yeah. people. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's another interesting thing is that like y'all didn't have anywhere to run or hide uh, from oh each God. other. No, right. <laughs> you know, it, so it's been, yeah, it's been real for I bet. a lot of times. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which again, that could be, a, I would assume, I mean, that's sort of a make it or break it kind of, kind of situation. So in your guys's case, um, coming out on the other side of that, uh, hopefully stronger and, uh, Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it's, you know, and my wife, Amber, she is, she is amazing. She, she truly is the glue. She makes Amber. I hope you're hearing all this. We did not tell him to say any of these things. He's just singing your praise. This is wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. We have, we have a large, um, blended family, even like, like her family mm-hmm. is, is, we just have a, there's 13 grandkids oh, wow. Uh, wow. Um, yeah. for, for my mother-in-law and father-in-law and, and it is, so it's pretty cool that everything all works. Everybody gets along. Everybody beautiful. It's, it's awesome. Beautiful. So that's the family background. Here you are, you do a deployment. There's uh, you get into the concrete business. You're at that for 15 years, but then something uh, a, a, you turn a corner or or a decision is made that you're going to go be a barber. Yeah, so w- when I was in Afghanistan in 2010, uh, a friend of mine in a, in, my, in our platoon had just graduated barber school, cut everybody's hair the whole deployment. And I watched that dude and I was like, 
man, this guy is one making a killing, cutting <laughs> yeah, his hair. Yeah. And then two, like you said, everyone would go to him instead of go to the local PX barber, whoever, because yeah. it was not a right. It was it wasn't the same. And so I thought, if I ever quit pouring concrete, that's what I'm going to go do. Mm-hmm. Um, came home from from Afghanistan in 2010. At that at that point, I've been doing concrete for seven or eight years. Um, went through my divorce. At that time, looked. I'm gonna go do this barber thing right now. It, the only school is in Fort Wayne, mm-hmm. and I never at that time I wasn't mature enough to really pursue it. Other than going, oh, it's in Fort Wayne. I can't leave work to get in school on time every single day. Right. Well, and, and for those of us, who, those are our listeners who are listening who aren't from this area. Fort Wayne is probably like 45 minutes or an hour um, from Goshen. Like uh, hour the, and the a school, half. The school is an hour and 15 minutes. Okay. Yeah. 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 So it's not close. Not, not just down not the road right. for sure. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I, I chose to to not really pursue it and just keep doing what I was doing. And for a couple of years, just poured concrete and lived. And it just really wasn't, uh, I mean, I didn't really do anything. I mean, I, I dated and, and that kind of stuff, but it wasn't. Looking back, I just wasted a lot of time. Hmm. And especially like, like the home improvement projects that I'm doing with a family of five or six in there and trying to figure it out. And I'm going, why didn't I do that when I was a bachelor? watching football on Sunday afternoons doing nothing. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And so it's So you, you kind of feel like I mean what I hear you saying is that you kind of just existed for a for a time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so you kept pouring concrete for a while and that was that that was my highlight. That kind of what brought me um pride or mm-hmm. or fulfillment in life and and then kind of got to the point where my back went out and I had uh I started kind of feeling the pains and Yeah. And I started and started looking into the future and went, well, wait a minute. If I, if I, I don't own the company, I don't, I don't. What's the long term thing for me here? And if I get old at this, yeah, or the or the or the things just change with the economy or whatever, like it did in two thousand eight, right? Which is why I went to Afghanistan in the first place. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do? I thought, well, that's kind of that's kind of scary to me yeah and, and i think yeah. i'd rather have my at that point i was choosing that i wanted to kind of drive drive my bus and mm-hmm. and see where i wanted to go and so i looked into the barber thing again uh, i realized that the it was um gi bill okay eligible mm-hmm. and you could get a stipend for for going there a monthly stipend uh, so i did the math and that made up for the time i'd have to miss work um I, and i talked to, to the guys at benders and and said hey i would have to leave every day at noon to go to school so should i find another job or what and they said no we'll make this work you just drive to the job that's wow. awesome and, wow yeah and and through all this they have been without them none of this could have happened they've been my my father figures and those dudes are are awesome over there and i can't yeah thank that, them enough and that's you know that's the thing about uh employers and i I've, I've been fortunate enough and i i think uh andy has as well in certain ways having employers that have uh well, that they want the best for you, like like that, like that kind of sense of, uh, yeah, is uh, is a good thing. Where it's like, hey, we recognize that us, us having you or empowering you to do these things may mean that you're not you're not in our employment forever, or that that employment is going to change. But we recognize that that's the helping someone move toward their dreams and their goals is a better place to be than having someone who is just kind of like who's mediocre. Yeah. And, and just writing it and kind yeah. of writing it out, so to speak, you know? Yep. Um, so that's man. Great, great vision on their part. Yeah. And, and, and for them, it was, 
I came into their lives at 18, yeah. you know, 18 and, and, you know, grandpa was, it was starting to fail in health and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And so it was, I want to say lost, but they were, they were every day going to the concrete crew with people who would check you pretty easily if, yeah. if you needed to. And that, right. and that was good. And I learned a lot of lessons that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So, so you went and, and did the, the barber school um, and then you finished and what happened from there? So did, tell us about that. So, so once I was done with barber school, that a uh, barber school took me 18 months. So five days a week, hour and a half or hour and 15 minutes one way. Um, after that, then I spent another 18 months pouring concrete from like six to six to one in the afternoon, go home, clean up, go to the barber shop from three to eight at night. I would do that four days a week and, and Saturdays. And then, uh, yeah, take Sundays off and then, and then do, you were hustling, buddy. Yeah, oh. you were. You were hustling. And at this point, were you married to Amber or no? Yep. So okay. when when I graduate, Amber and I got married on January first of two thousand seventeen, and then I graduated barber school in May of two thousand seventeen. Okay. So yeah, the family was together the the whole wow. time, and and <laughs> yeah, also great. also in there. So somewhere, so our daughter was born in November. So between May and October is when I built the rooms in the mm-hmm. in the basement. So it just you are one busy man. It's it's I just I don't I mean, wow, I just don't even know what to say <laughs> other than you, I mean, but you clearly you had a vision in front of you. I mean, you like in my mind, you would only be putting that kind of effort and that kind of energy into something if you really if there was something clearly in front of you that you were going toward. I mean, is that Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. And and, and really and the and the barber thing also going back to the concrete crew was I had a conversation with 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 Lowell there multiple times about how Goshen didn't have barbers and we and we had talked about it a few times and mm-hmm. that that definitely created a vision in my head and, yeah. and I saw it, and so it was always just kind of there mm-hmm. in the back of my mind and you had a lot of time to create that vision to Yeah. And we're still yeah, we're still going. So Yeah, and dude, I I just like uh, for those of you that don't know, like you go into DJ's uh, shop, which, which by the way, we will link all of all of the necessary and for information Absolutely. for concrete Barbara at over at dudes and dads podcast dot uh, com. But uh, I mean, you go in there. There is just a sense of like when we when you go into your shop, when you go into that place, uh, there is just this. Uh, I just love I love the connection that you have with people um which which is what it's about right i mean it's just like there's a unique connection that i think you have with your with your clients yeah that's that's what it's all about it's going back to what you said having a guy for everyone because yeah. i may be somebody's guy to be their hair but all my people are my guys for right yeah. i gotta do that you know if i want to do a podcast question i'm gonna call you guys <laughs> there right? we, there going to, go. and, yeah yeah do you now I'm I'm curious because I know that the barber also occasionally has uh, listener slash counselor roles, uh, whether <laughs> whether they whether they want to or not, or whether they uh, anticipate it or not. I'm sure you've had a lot of good conversations with people over oh over time. Yeah, that yeah. that is that's the best part of it is getting to to talk to people and the different. I tell my kids this that every day I get to talk to someone and learn about a job that I never knew existed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's amazing absolutely i know that i love being in there like i said before i hated talking you know during my haircut because it was always stupid questions and stupid stuff but like when i go to and talk with you yeah it's you the know d- real the dude life. knows yeah the dude knows what to right. ask it's, it's yeah. real life and it, yeah. it, it, it's 
things you you know we talk about different things like the podcast and and church and and just different stuff that you have questions about it's not just me talking to you and it's not you just talking to me we're having a conversation and i really do appreciate that in in barber school i'm just wondering like do they teach you how to talk to clients is that part of the educational process for you they i mean yeah part of it yes they've got a thing called soft skills and you watch the the cheesy videos from 1995 (laughs) about people being in the we should do here's what we should do i'm just this idea came to me right now we should do we should produce our own line of instructional videos for barbers i think we should do this talk how to how to talk to them if if there's just a bunch of nasty cheesy uh instructional videos out there we can do it we can do it we might just have discovered a new niche (laughs) uh, a new side hustle we can uh, barber instructional (laughs) videos that's awesome so okay so that's but that's part of the i mean it's part of the learning thing i mean those videos yeah yeah but it's some of it is common sense when you think about like yeah you probably shouldn't gossip like well yeah right common sense to you but not common sense to everybody um i have been uh i've been not now not currently but in the past man I, i should say it's more of what i've overheard but it's like when I've been at when I've been at salons or whatever, and you hear overhear some of the conversations that are that are going on in some of the chairs, and you're just like, this this is just like the most depressing thing that I could, you know, where it's like maybe stylist is either friends with or close, you know, uh, you know knows knows the person in her chair, but then they have like like Karen, their friend. Karen is by the way the name that we're now using for the under the right. poor soul or undesirable individual. Uh, you know, they've got a friend, Karen, that they're, that they're gonna, that they're just, they're not feeling real great about Karen right now. And they're having, you know, like, and it's just like that in, in most other professional settings, that would not be, that would not be okay. But there is a certain level. And that's what I appreciate about you. Just, there's a professionalism in the conversation too. There's, I mean, a relational uh, piece to it, but it's like people are sharing things with you that they are probably not sharing with other people totally right i would say yeah does and i I, i'm sure i'm sure you've heard some things we were like oh oh my that's kind of you're dropping a bomb on me here uh buddy yeah and it it, it, it's kind of fun to listen to people just vent about what they got going on and and sometimes it's it's nice to give a little perspective if and sometimes it's appreciated and sometimes i don't need to fix the problem and i just need to sure listen and it's not about the nail so does does uh does everybody want to talk to you? Generally, yeah. Sometimes, everyone that comes regularly mm-hmm. really enjoys talking. Yeah, it's feeling out the new people and the people right. I don't really know. To yeah, some people don't want to talk. Some people, I don't know. Yeah, and I, I, I've often thought, man, I should be having have an option for appointments, talking appointment <laughs> or quiet appointment. Please check. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, nice to meet you. I'll be cutting your hair. Yeah. Uh, okay, thank yeah, you. Yeah, whichever way you want. That's fine. It's <laughs> just I want to know so I don't offend you. Right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. So let's talk a little bit about uh, like just kind of stepping out and, and creating your own shop. Like did you ever go into working for somebody else or did you right away when you graduated and got your license? Did you start your own shop? And what did that look like stepping out and saying, Hey, I, I can do this owning my own business. Okay. So yeah, basically got, got out of school and said, I want to have my own barbershop. That is the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started looking around at some of the shops and my wife's grandpa um, cooked chicken with this guy and he happened to be a barber in town and said, Hey, he needed some people to rent, rent a booth. And so I went there and met with him and I rented a booth from him 
And I said, all right, I'm going to set this up as my barbershop inside here, and this is my business. And from day one, we we just, that has been my my image and what I've done, and mm-hmm. we just kind of grown it from there. Um, So did it, did you just hit the ground running, and it was like you just had a million customers right away? Nope. Oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> nope, not at all. So in my mind, I was like, oh, I'm from the town. Everybody kind of yeah, knows me. Right, right. This will be this will be easy. This will be cool. I show up and it's like, all right, like one or two people, maybe the first day. And so, so I, I watch this guy, Ivan Zoot on YouTube. He's a barber dude that, that is a, I believe in. And he says, you got to go out there and hand out business cards mm-hmm. and everything he says, I haircutting wise, I listened to. So I got out there on main street and walked up and down and just, Hey, you need a haircut. You need a haircut. Everywhere I go, I hand out business cards. My wife gets so embarrassed with me. She, you can't be leaving <laughs> these out. I'll, I'll leave them anywhere. I stick them up on the bulletin boards. And, yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. Then Instagram and mm-hmm. it, I, I really enjoy getting on there and I would write my times available in the concrete when I had times available and that, that kind of drew, drew some interest and people like that. And yeah, it took, uh, about yeah 18 months before I thought I can, I might be able to go yeah. and be busy enough to do this full time. Yeah. So you, at, at this point you were doing, you had your own shop, but you were also still pouring concrete or, or yep. what? Yeah, okay. Yep. So I, yeah, I would be yeah pouring concrete during the day, and even that, like I, all the con- contractors on the different job sites, I go tell them, "Hey, you want a haircut? I give you a haircut this <laughs> yeah. afternoon." Yeah. And nice. yeah, so yeah, doing the double duty for yeah for the first year year and a half of that. Do you feel like now? Like my perception is like being a barber is like a really noble. Like I consider it like a very noble profession, like a real noble profession. Do you, is that like is there a a fraternity of barber like what is the, what's the culture around being a barber because I feel it's like it's kind of a lost it's a lost art so and so to so to speak like it's not as as common anymore like I think back to the the barber shops of old right where you know that's that was a central meeting place for a community it was uh you know and in certain urban environments in certain cultural places it's still very much that way uh what what is barber culture like what what is that uh what's your sense of that and and how kind of being a barber is what it looks like today and how and how it's doing in general uh, I, it's definitely booming and it is it's a it's a big business and there's a lot of people that are doing really amazing things in it mm-hmm. and there definitely is that in that meeting place and those big barber shops and 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 that is a, i think more in the urban area mm-hmm. and but then here it is it's it's a different, little bit different speed, and, and we do things a little bit differently. But people still want that old school yeah. barbershop and the old, the blue lights and the mm-hmm. and everything and the smells and everything that get that go with that. Yeah, um, I think pe- people really miss that and like that and are are seeking that out. Yeah, I, did, I didn't even know that I that I wanted that until I came to your shop, and I was like, oh, this is see, like, but this is different. That's the beautiful thing when you when you dis, when you find out that it's the thing that you've always wanted and never knew you wanted. That's now, how you know, right? <laughs> well, and now it's like okay, so you're back to cutting hair. You were gone. I mean, you were out for a little bit for the COVID nineteen. Oh boy, thing. you had to shut down your you know your business, and now you're back open and slammed. And like I had to wait several weeks to get my haircut. It's super long right now, but I was not going to go anywhere else. I was like, that's I'm right. going right back to DJ because <laughs> I, I, I like it. So yeah. see, yeah. And, and that's crazy. You say that because so you never grew up have, going to barbershops nope, or absolutely nothing like that. Never. Me either. Nope. nope. And, see, and my grandpa went to Scott's barbershop 
that okay. went right downtown. Yep, right downtown. Um, yep. So Paul Scott would cut my hair as a kid. I would go with my grandpa at six in the morning to get my gotcha. hair cut. <laughs> and, and, yeah, because you know grandpa grandpa was my was the dude. He was always up early, so right. he and yep. I were always hanging out. And he yeah. was an auctioneer, so he was out doing yeah. auctioneer Auc- things. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, we get our hair cut. You know, every couple of weeks there. And I remember going in there and talk and listen to them talk politics and talk those things. And so. When I saw my friend do the barber thing, I kind of I, I connected those dots. I was like, "Oh, that would be really cool." Like, I really enjoyed that experience. I enjoyed mm-hmm. that. And there's something to do with the uh, I think the father part of it, or like me not having a like a dad in mm-hmm. my life growing yeah. up necessarily, and wanting to. There, I'm not sure. I haven't figured that out yet. Mm-hmm. And, but there's something there. I think the the male connection and the yeah. the brotherhood. Because yeah. that's something. A reason why I joined the Marines also is right. Is, is for for that. Um, right. So yeah, it's it's pretty cool that if you don't have that experience, you don't know you want what you want. Yeah. You don't know what you're missing until you know. And now I I have to ha- have it. Like there's nothing else. Yeah, there, <laughs> I'm not going no, anywhere else. There's zero, for my, zero <laughs> options for, for my thing. And we and and I I should just say I mean we just we can't recommend DJ uh, highly enough and. Uh, with this probably this happened just a, a little while ago our our mutual friend tyler was looking to uh looking to change uh hair hairstyles hair hairstyles the whole deal and he just put out on facebook he's like hey i'm looking for a new place and andy and we i both, could not we, type we're, fast we're, we're both like dj and then like, like <laughs> yeah and and it's like that we we've become real evangelists for the barber experience as far as as far as i'm concerned and um we just uh yeah, dude, we're really grateful. We're grateful that you were willing to sort of step out in the way in the way that you were, and that you have a, a vision for this thing. I, I think, uh, you know, it, it's a skilled it's a skilled craft, and 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 that kind of thing feels like it's miss. You know, it feels like it's missing from our society in many in many places. Like having a person who has like honed a skill and who is. It's just like a well-rounded individual and not some kind of fly-by-night night nut job, because um, because skilled trades do get a do get a bad rap in some places, you know, in in that area, right? Like it's kind of like, well, guy couldn't guy couldn't pull himself together or do anything else, so he's just like, yeah, I'll just I'll I'll you know I'll do this or whatever. I'll go uh, pour I'll go pour concrete. <laughs> I'll go or I'll go. Like, I was frame think, or, or whatever. yeah and, yeah and, yeah. And and you're right, it does get that way, and it life all works out and it's all supposed to be you know and, and that's i think that's god that's god puts everything in your life in a way for a reason because cutting hair and pouring concrete are so similar in so many ways because it's you have your comb and your street board are the same exact tool <laughs> yeah and yeah. your trowel and your scissors or your clippers are the same exact tool you're just yeah. manipulating a material with a with See, I would never have made this connection, but now he's saying this is like, this is, he takes a real Zen approach to the barber. And this is what I like. Yeah. It's real philosophical. It's frustrating sometimes too, because I'll learn and I'll be reading in school or or someone will try and teach me something and be using terms like layering, layering or weight. And I'm thinking literally like, okay, this is layered. Then each hair needs to be progressively longer or shorter. So I'm looking at haircuts going, well, that hair is this many inches and this one is, and, and it has been hard to to uh, to work through that sometimes it's interesting. it's interesting yeah 
Well, th- we want to thank you so, for coming yeah. out. But, yeah. be- but before we mm-hmm. hang up with you, or oh, hang up, hang up, hang up. Wow, it's I'm, funny. You can tell we've been on remote. Cause yeah, yeah, we're, we're not. This is not hanging up. Call. Are we on dial-up? No. We- <laughs> I'm not gonna make that modem screeching sound. Um, but before we let you go from the studio, uh, we have one last thing to do. Now it's time for the dudes and dads pop quiz. So if you've never joined us for the Dudes and Dads pop quiz, what it is is the time that we are going to ask DJ about eight or ten just really random questions that we've not prepared for. He's not prepared for because he doesn't know what we're going to ask because we want to just get to know him better because the reason we have this show is to expose you guys to our friends or become friends with people. So that's right. We want to know. We want you to know DJ better that's right so joel will you kick it off with the very first question i would love to kick it off with the very first question uh dj i i'm just wondering um can you uh name the first maybe it's the same thing i'm wondering i've been here's what i'm interested in he, i'm interested in his relationship with his barber tools this is this is what i want to i right. know about so uh do you like what was the what was the first the first like your first official barber supply thing that you that you got when you went in when you went into business oh uh, when i went into business uh the first big thing i bought was uh the hot lather machine and the oh. and the vacuum because oh. those were the must you have you heard it right the hot lather machine guys you don't get that just anywhere I just want to no. know it, it sounds it's very it sounds sensual and, and it is I'll just I'll just say not in a, not in a bad way <laughs> it's really lovely okay the hot lather machine got it good next all right so if you could cut any style of haircut what would be your favorite haircut style to cut uh, right now I'm really digging the the slick backs and like the big the big pompadours those those are kind of fun because they've yeah they've been they were pretty hard for me to figure out and I've struggled for a long time and I feel like I'm starting to get them nice. So now I'm like, I'm wanting to do those. And, and then the mullets, the mullets are, I've got a crew of guys, <laughs> like five or six dudes that are all buddies. They're my brother's age and they're all running around with mullets and they have been for about six or eight months. They've been coming in about all on schedule. I had, that's amazing. One today, one tomorrow, oh, and I think one in two or three days. It's like a mullet parade oh, for yeah. crying out loud. Oh my oh, gosh. Mullet, mullet mafia. Are they around. doing the mullet mafia? Mm. Are they doing the lines? Are they doing the, or is it? I've done some lines sometimes. They kind of dealer's choice. Mm-hmm. So it depends how I'm running on time if I if I throw them in there. Or... <laughs> yeah. Maybe some lightning, maybe some lightning bolts. Ooh. That could really, really tie it together. Uh, DJ, uh, would you, hmm, let's see. Uh, would you say that? Uh, oh my gosh! By the, okay, he, guys, he's okay, showing okay, me here, a picture. Show, show the got, camera for us here. That oh yeah, you can't, you can't make that up. That is that's artistry right there. Oh my gosh! We'll so, have that one up on Instagram. That's right? so <laughs> beautiful. Um, uh, let's see here. Um, oh, do you do you remember where you took? We always like to ask this question. Do you remember where we you took your wife for your first date? Yeah, we went to a. Uh, Michigan City to see to see uh, well we just went there and we happened to see the lighthouse nice um, and she said oh they still have lighthouses around I said yeah I think they're I think they're kind of all over she <laughs> said well, I'd like to see more of those and 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 since then we something we do for fun is awesome. we're trying to see every lighthouse on the Great Lakes oh that's that amazing awesome. uh, and the, the lower peninsula of Michigan is done see and yeah on the UP this is why we ask this is why the dudes and dads top the the pop quiz can 
this gives me ideas, right? Right. I wouldn't have even thought to. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's oh, awesome. It's, it's and and for the first little bit of the lower peninsula, it's pretty easy because they're all within an hour or two hours. It's not too bad. You, you can knock them off pretty quick. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Well, that's that's there we go. Lighthouses, gentlemen, get on it. Unless they're they're flooded. <laughs> Unless they, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So for my next question, I'm going to ask you a relatively simple one. What is your favorite food to eat? Well, generally all of it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if you had to pick a favorite, yeah, what would um, it be? We really enjoy Los Primos. Some Mexicans oh, pretty yeah. good. Um, Great answer. And then pizza is always a solid go-to. Mm, yes. You make a good youth pastor. Um let's see you're just trying to recruit him that's yeah <laughs> next next uh, if you can if you could drink mountain dew and eat pizza come on down um let's see uh we're gonna go with the uh oh, i, I want to try to figure out uh uh most oh okay so you obviously had to go through boot camp as as any as anybody in your in your experience does uh can you like worst experience worst boot camp experience that you that you can share without with with our with our uh with our audience with our audience okay <laughs> worst experience but best for me for the rest of my life see now there's yeah. perspective okay right. so uh so night night one there there we are we 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 get out of the shower all 87 of us or whatever at one time we we go ahead and head to the head to where the room let me back up there we are, all 87 of us in the shower, and they start yelling, get out, get out, get out. So everybody gets out, and there's 87 camouflage hygiene kits all lined up. Well, nobody's grabbing. It takes one guy to not grab the right one for everybody else to not get theirs. I'm one of the last ones out, and there's three bags on the left, and I know for a fact my bag was on the right. Oh, no. So I go, go and grab this bag on the left. We go to the, the, the room to brush our teeth. They say, get out your toothbrush. I'm looking at the toothbrush going, this isn't my toothbrush. I haven't been using here. Oh man! <laughs> so you put the toothbrush on and brush, and and that proceeds to happen the next three nights in a row. So we got a different toothbrush three nights in a row. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> not not much is gross anymore after that. It, yeah, compared to the toothbrush test. Oh boy! Oh boy! That just that. Gosh, I mean, Andy. I just have to ask Andy: Have you ever accidentally? Uh, if you and Julie ever switch toothbrushes or, or use the same brush or in a pinch ever ever done that? No, because if even if I would try, I think she'd throw it away. Afterwards. I was, I was so, going to say, I, I, no, some people no. are Jackie and I are relatively generous with that. But if we're ill, if we're sick or anything, then then no, no. Yeah, that's, that's just where you draw. That's yeah, where that's you right, clearly line, draw the line line right there. You, sir, cannot, <laughs> not cross not the use line. my toothbrush of all the things we, we share many things, but the toothbrush not the toothbrush. Oh, yeah. All right. So my last question for you is going to go back to the barber uh, thing here. Mm -hmm. So someone comes in, sets down, says, I want this style of hair. Have you ever had that where you're like, I don't know how to cut that? And what was that feeling like for you? Oh, uh, yeah, I de definitely have had that first first few times. I was not brave enough to say, hey, I, <laughs> I can't do that. So and, and, and my, my mind says, oh, I'm here to learn and I'm not gonna get better by not doing it. Mm -hmm. So go ahead and give us a try. And whatever mm -hmm. happens, I'll deal with the situation. So mm -hmm. we gave it the, the try and I sweated through it. And then recently I started I've started telling people like, look, you're not going to get you're not gonna be happy with what you get from me with this because I don't do this enough. And I respect you enough to want to put mm -hmm. you somewhere where you're going to get what you want. So mm -hmm. it's a lot easier to do what I 
do most right yes. now. Gotcha. <laughs> Such an honest, good, honest reply. That way, that way, for those of you that are scared with your crazy haircuts, can he handle it? He'll let you know what he what, what he, he can feels, and can't do. What he can yeah. and can't do with you and your crazy, your crazy hairstyles out there. Yeah. And with that being said, go ahead and send me a picture. Reach out on social media ahead mm-hmm. of time, and mm-hmm. and, and I will give you a good consult. See, there you go. And that's what I love. Really great online uh, social uh, social media presence. Very very accessible, which is really helpful. Yeah, because you're like you can find out uh, lots of yeah. lots of things. Lots of things. And again, that's 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 my wife Amber. She is she is running the books and putting the schedule on for for putting everybody on the schedule and running the text message machine. She, she, ching, ching, number three, Amber, I, you're getting, you're <laughs> you, yeah. getting all the praise this episode. We should bring her in here too and yeah, really, she, get really get behind the scenes. Um, yeah, my final question is going to be one of, uh, we're just gonna, we're just gonna ask, um, if you could, if you could cut any, any person's hair currently, any, any, any individuals, yeah, any person currently alive, if you could cut their hair, who would it be? Any person currently alive. Probably probably Donald, because I want to see if that thing is... It's a mystery. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. What is happening up there? Oh, my and, gosh. And I just want to see... I, I want to have that conversation and just... <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Because there's so much out there one way or the other. That, yeah, yeah. It is. It's like there's a lot of folklore around it. Yeah, around what's going on there, hair wise. Yeah, oh, th- fantastic! That's a tough question. I can answer that about five or six different ways. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Have time I'm to sure. Think about that. But congratulations, yeah. DJ! You have successfully completed yet another dudes and dads pop quiz. Well done. Well done. Yes. So we want to remind you guys to join us. Uh, go ahead and go to dudesanddadspodcast.com for all of our episodes. Go to any place you get podcasts, hit that subscribe button because you will get an episode every time it comes out. That's right. And we also want to thank our Patreons who are financially supporting us and allowing us to keep doing this. So if you would like to join us and get behind the scenes stuff and extra stuff, uh, go to dudes and dads podcast slash support and you can join our other fine patrons. And let's not forget dudes and dads podcast at gmail.com. Always love to converse with y'all. Hey, make sure you check DJ out. All of his info will be over at the website. Uh, Concretebarber.com. Concretebarber.com. Thank you. Guys, get just get on his schedule. He's booked out for I, it's a long time, but you know what? Uh, maybe he'll find an opening for you if you just mention our name. So until next time, everybody, we appreciate you for tuning in. <laughs> uh, grace. And peace. peace. <laughs>